and welcome back to the By George From Page to Stage podcast. I am Matt Ogden. This man right here is Richard Sykes. And today, Rich, it is beautifully sunny. The pollen count is really high. Yeah. I'm going to sniff a lot throughout this podcast. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about whilst I do that? Now, the most important thing is what you're touching at the moment. It is your tea. Yeah. Matt always has coffee when he comes around. Today it is tea, which shows a new healthy Matt Ogden. But it also it also exemplifies the changes we've got uh, to, to announce in today's podcast. And purely by accident as well. I, I definitely did not intend to come here and drink tea. Don't, don't but tell I just, them that. It's just, planned. It's oh, planned. Yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, thing's yeah. planned. I mean, I mean, I always plan to drink this lovely tea. Uh, didn't you consult the script for today's podcast? Yeah, I'm sure I'm on page three by now. From coffee to tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so, the I, I'll tell you quickly about the, the two changes, two major changes we've got to discuss today. Spoiler alert. Uh, well, no, not really. Uh, uh, one of our uh, one of our cast, uh, which we put in a contingency for, uh, was Sam. Sam is played by uh, a much uh, a, a younger actor. Mm. And uh, Ben Malone came in, auditioned, and was superb. He but was. also, yeah. Sam Roberts came in, and mm. was this was the one decision, if you look back through the podcast, you'll see it, where we were 50-50. This yeah, could yeah. go either way. Yeah. Sam was a, an incredible uh, a incredible auditioner, a superb presence on stage and as well. so young as well. Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. seem like he's that young when he's on stage. He's been, ex- he's, he's been experienced through Woodhouse for an awful yeah, long yeah. time, and, and has, has done several shows which have been risque and revealing <laughs> this is nothing like that but it still feels a little a little weird to be casting him in this role yeah yeah but nonetheless uh ben had to drop out because he's got work uh, in cyprus for eight months no right, one's gonna some. turn down that contract to do it to do the <laughs> musical so um I, I, with great dignity mm. and forethought ben dropped out early so yeah. that sam could do it sam was already going to be understudying ben yeah, yeah. Uh, but we thought no absolutely let's give him the part and Perfect. we, um, on uh, on our last rehearsal, what we had was Sam uh, just just making sure Sam could get the notes and was sounded just right for the part, and he did. He was yeah. great. So I, I can't wait to see what his take on uh, on Sam is. That'll be that'll be really nice. He's he's got that thing about him, hasn't he? Where so I, I think the first time I met Sam was and this is the confusing thing with him being called Sam yeah it almost just felt fitting for him to be it is. Sam the, the character is called Sam yeah. he's called Sam you don't accidentally yeah. call him the wrong name that's something actually before I say this this story that's something I did notice at the the first thing I'm, al- I'm already calling You're, everyone oh, yeah it was so funny yeah. it was like yeah right come here you were saying to Jess I'll oh, come here to, to do her bit and yeah. she's called her Chloe straight away Nikki is Pauline now massive smiles on their faces as well because they loved it but, <laughs> um, especially Jess she's absolutely buzzing that she's Chloe and um, but yeah, but I first met Sam when uh, when Woodhouse when we did uh, Joseph. Wh- which year was that? That was that pre-pandemic, summer of two thousand and eighteen. When I was uh, when you were young and when vibrant, I was, and... when I had hair, oh, um, and a massive beard that people thought was stuck on, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> that was my actual beard you were talking on. Uh, <laughs> anyway, mm. um, so uh, so yeah, first met Sam. Because he was one of the, he was one of the little chorus boys. Yeah. Um, he yeah. was like tiny, and now he, you know, starting to tower above me like everybody does. Um, <laughs> and um, and he's, it's just crazy, like the the amount of progress that you can make from just being some uh, small part in a chorus to then suddenly everyone knows how good you are because they they hear you sing in a concert or they go uh, see you in a junior show or you just get that opportunity to be you know given uh, 
a slightly bigger part. And mm. I think that was the thing for me was that seeing Sam in uh, in Priscilla, like you mentioned, he was very risque. And you know that because yeah. you were dancing in barely any clothes on stage next to him. Um, but those key moments that he had in Priscilla where... You know, he opened Act Two with the uh, with the kind of uh, yeah, yeah, ho- hoedown song. He, he had guess. a sort of solo at the beginning. Yeah, of that yeah. Um, but before that, in Act One, you know, he'd been one of those performers, um, a uh, flashback performer. Yeah, a flashback yeah. performer, and uh, and he had that line, you, you know, the uh, lucky you that yeah. absolutely stole the show, yeah. and and the audience was were in fits of laughter. And every single time we did that rehearsal. Mm. Someone laughed at that. He is the triple threat. Yeah. He can sing, act, and dance. But so was Ben. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's why it was a 50-50 choice. Yeah, yeah. In the end, I think with Ben, a, a lot of it came down to age. Mm. So, uh, he was a little older. And when you're on the cusp of being 18, yeah. either side, it, it can make a difference. And I think that was the reason we went with Ben. Uh, but uh, Sam will be fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely will. I cannot wait to see him. I think it. as well... I, What's interesting is we mentioned this. Uh, we mentioned this on the on the casting mm. podcast. Sounds weird to say that. Yes, uh, on the, on the episode where Let's we focused on the podcasting, the podcasting. The yes. po- the podcasting. <laughs> um, we mentioned the fact that obviously with with you taking the role of of George, yeah. it was just quite coincidental that Ben happened to have your wonderful curly locks. Yeah. Um, but, but one thing one thing I've kind of noticed. Sam is very poorly. Sorry, very Nicky. Yeah, he is. Sam looks like he could very believably be yeah. Nicky's son. Which is probably yeah. the right way round. Yeah, definitely. In, in the way the story runs, Sam has to become closer to Pauline and it's far easier yeah. to get him closer to her in, in the looks and yeah, and yeah. the way they're going to interact on stage as well. They have to kind of move in, in sequence and look related and relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. But there are other key changes. It wasn't just that. There's more. (laughs) I mean, basically, the word key changes is is quite right because um, oh, no more casting changes. No, no, no more casting. I I I hope no more casting changes. (laughs) It makes for good podcasting, but no. No, In terms of casting, I'd I'd rather it stayed as it is now. (laughs) Just no more heartbreaks, please. Um, Yeah, there are key changes Mm -hmm. that we at the end of the last rehearsal. One one important process of the musical is making sure that that the, the voices are correct yeah you don't get a chance to do this in in any other show what no. set is set yeah, yeah but we went into the auditions knowing that we would have to tweak certain songs bring keys down bring keys up so that it matched people's vocal patterns yeah, yeah. and um we had a, a, a a very, very quick sing-through of some of the problematic numbers that we thought would be problematic um, on, on the last uh, rehearsal. Ones with the lower notes, the higher notes. That's so. right. And just see where everyone's ranges were. Yeah. The other point is that a lot of the people in this production haven't been on stage for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they were judging it on where their voices used to be, yeah. as opposed to where their voices sit now. Some are significantly lower yeah, and yeah. far richer as a consequence. I was mentioning to, uh, to Niovi how... How, how, how much smoother her voice has got mm. in the interim. And, and Nikki's done exactly the same, where it's really mellowed. And, and it's, it, it's great to hear, but they can still get the top notes when they need to. Mm. Neovi was panicking over, over her, her songs being too high for her now. Yeah. They actually aren't. Uh, what, what she, what she has done is favored her lower register. Yeah. She can still get the top notes. And there may be a, a, a point where we stretch her slightly just to pull her up. If you're pre- presenting a comedy number at full pelt, 
it can't be in your lower register. Mm. You'll notice in, in I, we use this example often, Victoria Woods left, do it, let's do it. <laughs> By the end, she's really at the top of her range. Let's, let's do it, do it tonight. tonight. Yeah, yeah. And it's why it works, because it increases the, uh, the intensity of the song. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't do it. It wouldn't work in the same way if Victoria would let's have been, do let's, it let's do it tonight. Yeah. No, it doesn't work. So we've got to get that pitch exactly right for Neovi. And we will. We will. Um, but she bought, she bought it down <laughs> because she was scared. Yeah, yeah. And we, we sung it through with her on the night, uh, on, on the rehearsal night. And it should be back where it was. So my original instinct was perhaps right. We will see. We'll She's not going to sing that one inside the bin, has she? She doesn't have to sing anything inside the bin. <laughs> Nothing inside the bin. No. Because um, no. that would be hard. It, it would be very hard, especially in these temperatures that we're experiencing at Jeez, the moment. could you imagine? Well, it's, it is September. I don't know how hot it's going to be. And it'll be... At well, the... with global warming, it'll probably boil and Yeah, it'll we'll probably, <laughs> probably be half nuclear threat as well. So, yeah. Probably the safest place to be is in a bin. <laughs> anyway... But those those are the other other changes that came in um, on uh, as a consequence of the <clears> rehearsal. <throat> Did you enjoy the rehearsal? Oh, I loved it. You, well, everyone who who watches the podcast um, will have seen um, the last episode, hopefully, which was Rich by himself. Uh, main reason for that is because apparently I just fa- fail at saying no to things. Um, <laughs> so so yeah. So basically. Um, I, I'd just come back, hadn't yeah. I, from, from a work event. I'd been down in Birmingham for, for two days. Yeah, you look great. And, yeah. <laughs> and had like three hours sleep over the two days. Um, and yeah, came straight to the rehearsal. You were kind of shocked to see me and I went, no, let's do it. You can't, you can't co-host the podcast without being there. So, uh, so yeah, my, my job was basically just be a fly on the wall, wasn't it? And just yeah. capture some, some B-roll and, and hopefully like just absorb what was going on. Yeah. And you I weren't think, the only fly on the wall. Maria was there as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I got some shots of Maria. Yeah. Uh, and then we also, of course, uh, we had Lorraine yeah. as well, Lorraine Taylor. Um, Sandra Leek was there. David Clegg came up, the, yeah. the, the ticket guy we yeah. referenced before. Yeah, yeah with Pauline with as Pauline, well. With Pauline, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we had like a little bit of an audience, yeah. uh, if you include me as well. And I think the, the thing that really like stood out to me was the fact that um, you obviously had like a few people kind of coming a little bit late. Like I, I know Ellie was, was technically mm-hmm. working as well. So she was kind of there Flitting a little bit. Out, yeah. Johnny um, arrived a little bit late cause he'd probably been working yeah. late as a teacher. Uh, there was someone else. Can't remember who it was. A few, uh, well, there were a few <clears throat> people who came in a little late, yeah, but, but yeah, not yeah. too late, but just everyone picking it up. And, and I love the fact that in the interval, when we were sat there, you said to Kira, uh, the musical director, you went, Oh, you picked the hard one then. And she thought you were saying, yeah, we, let's we go got, for the actual finale. We got cross purposes <laughs> because uh, I'd originally thought, oh, well, let's, let's ease everyone into the rehearsal because no. the, the, no, there, there, there was a thing where we, well, uh, there's a song at the end, which is sung nearly completely in unison. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, that's nice and jolly. That'll yeah, get yeah. everyone going. And so it'll ease everyone in. And after everyone being, feel a bit more confident. Yeah, confident going, oh, and this comfortable. Is easy. Yeah. easy. It's going to be a breeze <clears> of a rehearsal period. Yeah. No. Now, well, unfortunately, Kira had picked up there was the word finale, and and, and I'd, I'd probably said the wrong word. But instead, Kira uh, chose the the pre-finale, which is a, a song the called, hardest song. It is the, the hardest song. It, it's, it's called "It's Your World," yeah, yeah. and it and it's. Uh, it, the, the hard thing about it is that everyone is singing in harmony. Yeah, there are there are six parts to it because mm. you've got two leads and then a soprano, alto, tenor, and baritone. 
So we were all in different groups, not used to who we were singing with. <laughs> and uh, and also... The, the, there's a lot of musical chairs. Si- yeah, singing at yeah, cross yeah. purposes as well. So someone sings and then a reaction. So there's two lines going on, yeah, three yeah. harmonies on each. And you're thinking, this is insane. But it's, it's the finale of the show. Mm. But in Kira's mind, I, I told her to do it. I said, right, let, <laughs> let's start with that because it's pretty much easy. So we, we laid like, into it and thought, but I couldn't believe it. They did it. But I think, I actually think that that was a really good thing because <sighs> you realised from it as well, like where the kind of challenges were. Yeah, but and if we can do that, there, easy from there, are, there are no more challenges. Yeah. That's it. Like, you know, that's the hardest it's going to get. Yeah. I thought it exactly. would terrify people, but people were really focused on it yeah. and very excited by it. I think as well, though, like, like, like you said, because it's got all those harmonies, there's something for everyone to do. Yeah. And everyone's kind of paying attention straight from the get-go because if you've got a song where you're all in unison you just hear it once and you go oh, okay that's it yeah whereas if you've got to fit harmonies together everyone could kind of hear where they were and you could see like the different kind of tonalities and yeah. things like that and i think that um finishing on an easier song was a nice way to kind of round things off wasn't it possibly and, and uh, but that's it was when maria nearly cried it was pure accident oh maria's going to be blubbing oh, she, through the she whole said thing to me, she was like sat there she was like it's amazing to see this all coming together and it's it's so emotional and I just instantly turned the camera on her and <laughs> trying to get the reaction yeah. shot. Oh, it's, it's tough. I, I had an emotional moment after I'd left the rehearsal. Yeah. During the rehearsal, my head was spinning and doing all these things like, we've got to change that, we've got to move that. And uh, you, were very, you were very Spielberg. I was very... I was hyper-focused on, yeah. on that rehearsal, which was ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. Because I should know these parts. I, I, <laughs> I, I'd written it six months ago and completely forgotten it, so I was having to learn the damn thing. But yeah, my head was spinning. Um, and when when Maria, myself, and Nikki uh, walked back through the foyer at the end of the rehearsal, mm. um, my knees turned to jelly. No. Oh yeah, I had the moment. But I, I'd had that moment before in the LBT when I did my first musical, yeah. and it came off after the first number. And it felt exactly the same, very, very parallel situation oh, where wow. the, the stress had, had suddenly dissipated and I thought, okay, we're comfy now. And it was the same thing. And so you, you kind of reserve the emotion of, oh, this is amazing, mm. to happening afterwards. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. how I deal with things anyway. Yeah. So a bit of dissociation and it made my knees go and I, it was genuinely very emotional coming out. It was it was It was good. And you know what I think? Didn't the cat? Didn't they sound good together? Yeah, I think I think there was because we started with that difficult song yeah. as well. Um, but Kara made the point when we were doing it uh, that uh, she could stop conducting. She yeah, st- yeah. She, she she stopped conducting because we'd got across, and she, and she said, "Oh, no one's watching me because they're all watching the notes." Yeah. But then everyone sort of rectified and knew where they were in the piece with each other. Mm. The rarity of having that at a first when rehearsal. it all came together, there was a real amalgam, it was and, great. and the yeah, balance yeah. was good. I mean, it was superb. I, c- I couldn't believe how well. It I think the went. most annoying thing was I was filming the earlier bits, yeah. and then when it all came together, I was like, "No, oh, oh, I've missed that bit." And I thought, "Oh, that was that soundbite was beautiful." It's going to be so hard to hit those moments exactly yeah. when everyone gets it gets it right and, until, of course, the show week. I'll just be a fly on the wall and just film everything. Oh well, and there then you go. you'll have a hell of a job editing it. <laughs> <laughs> At which timestamp was the good bit? I don't know. No, don't care. Don't care. Just use the lot. About an hour in, <laughs> we've we've hit a nice a nice milestone at the moment in terms of ticket sales as well because we Ooh. haven't actually updated people on how we need to get Cleggy on for this. We I feel should. Like he should reveal this. 
Or we, we should. Just, or we just we get him to pop up. <laughs> so everyone who's listening to the podcast doesn't get it. Yeah. Uh, but on it's YouTube, David Clegg like, watch time. Yeah, that's right. Post Tuesday. Yes. Oh, that'd be so funny to sound like that. Well, D- <laughs> David David is extraordinary in, in that he's been a presence with with the society for so many years. He's been there multiple longer than societies. I have. Multiple societies. Yeah, Everyone looks, looks us, upon David. him as the ticket guy because he's just essential. Uh, but yes, he came with great reports of the, the first day's ticket sales yeah. uh, were around 160, 162, which is great. That's, That's nuts. Half a it? night. By the, by the end of the first week, by the time we got to the rehearsal, first rehearsal, mm-hmm. we pretty much saw sold out a night at a wow. show so we're so we're a, about a fifth of the way to selling wow. what we want to sell um so it's great we, we need to keep pushing of course we need to get in every fish and chip shop oh, and get we, them all to come we will and there are, there are yeah. publicity pushes going to be going on throughout the summer but it was a it's a superb foundation to start with mm. i mean there's there's an audience for all the days now and uh, it, it's it's sporadic throughout throughout the whole week uh, but yeah, snap them up now, folks. Snap them up. Snap up those tickets because uh, it's 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 going to sell, which is great. So I was trying to think of fish related puns. And there are loads. <laughs> well, you said snap, and I was like, snapper, snapper, <laughs> yeah, snapper up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's so like reassuring as well because I've mentioned it before. I think the fact that with with Huddersfield as a town now, you know, that you've seen a lot of businesses kind of move out. You've, you've mentioned that statistic of, of fish and chip shops um, mm. closing down. Um, and in fact, I was in Altrigham last weekend, not mm. the one we've just had, the one before. Okay. And there was, uh, and if you've ever been to Altrigham, it's like, you know, quite um, affluent, let's yeah. say. And there were shops everywhere, loads of independent shops, but there's also loads of like, you know, the, the chains and whatnot. Mm. And the one thing we noticed was a fish and chip shop that had closed down yeah. after, I think it was 12 years in business, something like that. And it just had to close. And I thought it's, it's becoming more and more prevalent, that mm. sort of situation. And the big thing for me, especially with Huddersfield, is, is you know, there's, there's this uh, blueprint idea that the council have got, yeah. haven't they? And the, the, the George Hotel in town getting renovated and all that kind of stuff. And I think... The fact that we've had COVID and we've had like um, uh, financial recessions and things like that have really affected a lot of businesses, yeah. including the theatre. And as, as I've said before, you know, the fact that there's not parking accessible yeah. to that area makes it such a threat to to the creative industry f- to be able to bring those audiences in. Yeah. Um, and so it's, so it's so reassuring to know that this show, which has no previous following... You know, it's, it's not like a big one, like, a, um, I don't know, like a Miss Saigon or a Beauty and the Beast or one of those shows where it's got that it's got that established following yeah. for years. Name recognition. And it's, yeah. it's going to pull people in regardless of, of the situation. People will go out of their way. Mm. The fact that this is a Yorkshire Fish and Chip Shop musical, mm. I think, is, is the pull. The fact that Yorkshire people are going, no, no, I've got to do my bit. And, and I want to see this because I've heard it'll be funny. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is that... Um, you know, if we can get a lot of people on board with that idea of you need to do do this because this is representative of, of you mm. and you'll get something out of this, you'll enjoy it. And more importantly, we need fish and chip shops not to close because That's right. you mentioned the one in Ultra, yeah. is it gone? Yeah, yeah, gone. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah. A note on the door. Just just a yeah, just a letter on the Thank door, handwritten as well. Oh no. Yeah, that's the sign, isn't it? It's Where the budget's kicker, gone. Boom. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think 
I think it'd be great to, to see fish and chip places have a bit of a resurgence yeah. after this show. But it is one of the central points of, um, of the show is change and embracing yeah, yeah. change. But uh, the personal cost of, of, of the change in market forces, mm. it, it's, it, it's evident in things like the fish and chip shops closing down. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and the fact is failing to keep pace with costs yeah, and rising and, costs. And, and people's tastes change as yeah, well, don't they? Yeah. You know, I, I said this when we saw that fish and chip shop. Um, I was like, oh, you see, Richard's right. And then I said, but I think as well, what you'll find is that a lot of people's tastes change and a lot of people will move towards different trends mm. and things like carveries, fish and chips, like those inherently classic British yeah. establishments. Sometimes they do have to pivot a little yeah. and go, Oh, well we can offer this as well. Or, Oh, we can do this differently. And you know, like gluten free and yeah. all these dietary requirements. Salads. So, <laughs> that that line's so <laughs> funny. Salad at a fish and chip shop. Yeah. To be fair, like if you're at a, po- a posh fish and chip yeah, restaurant, they do, they, do they do a salad, they do all sorts. Yeah. And you know, you, like we talked about, I, I'd have like lemon juice, cracked black pepper, right. like all this fancy stuff that would get me called posh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> which happens anyway as it is because, you know, someone and You and your accent. Me and my non-regional, nondescript <laughs> accent. Um, but I think that's the thing, right, is that with, with, a, with a show like this, the beauty of having something that is all about resisting change yeah. whilst also accepting change yeah. shows that you can kind of do both. Yes, I'd agree. You can have coffee and tea. <laughs> I but regret that- it now. <laughs> no, it is actually quite tasty. To oh, there you go. It's nice to have a tea. Well, folks, um, just to round off the podcast, uh, we've got to give our usual uh, shout outs to where you can buy tickets. Yeah. Uh, you can get them at www.thelbt.org. You can uh, keep downloading the podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast because it helps with the algorithms and so forth. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about the musical itself, if, if this is the first episode or or um, the first time you've listened and, and watched and seen these two crazy faces... You can also go to richsykes.com where you can learn more about uh, Rich's shows, uh, upcoming projects, things like that. Um, And yeah, like, share, subscribe, Mm. and basically just enjoy watching or listening to us be silly and funny. That's right. Talking about a Yorkshire fish and chip shop musical. Right. Well, till next time, Rich. Thank you so much. See you soon. Yep. Catch you next time. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.